Monday, July 13th, 2009. This is the Relevant Podcast, your semi-regular companion to Relevant Magazine and RelevantMagazine.com. It just needs a little more fiber. Hey. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am Cameron Strang, and here with me in our lovely steamy studios in Orlando, Florida, is my pregnant wife, Maya Strang. Hello, hello. On the uh, Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, we've got Jesse Carey. Greetings, one and all. I was wondering if you were just going to greet one. You paused. I decided to do all this week because that one guy, uh, he gets a little creeped out when I just greet him. Well, he's getting a little full of himself. That's the problem I have with him. Uh, And on the uh, Skype line from Wellington, New Zealand, and on our monitor, actually kind of creepily behind my shoulder, looking over my head, is none other than Adam Smith. Hello, Mike. You know who you are. <laughs> that guy. Jesse went with everyone. I'm going with one. That guy's so full of himself. Did you get a picture of it? Yeah. Maya good. just took a picture of me with Adam looking over my shoulder on a, through a computer monitor. <laughs> That's funny. It's really creeped me out, actually. Kind of, I sense his presence back there. Okay, I'm I'm actually just staring. At <laughs> he you. really is right now. <laughs> <laughs> Make it stop. <laughs> Seriously, stop it. Okay. Oh, it's like uh, Max Hedrum. He's just like. <laughs> um, okay, put so. Put a little body underneath. Yeah, we need him. to just put a little doll without a head. Without a head right there. Like one of our Jesus body. dolls in a robe. <laughs> put that koala over there. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so we have a jam packed podcast for you today. And Maya and I are going on a road trip. So I don't have much time to record it. So we're going to try and make every segment tight. Tight. <laughs> so see, we'll see how we do because we have a lot planned. Um, coming what kind up, of road trip are you guys going on? We're just I going, know that's not going to help the tightness. <laughs> we're going up to the mountain house just to get away for a oh, few cool. days. Yeah. Cool. Um, so coming Lovely up, country. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Who did we lose? I don't know. What happened? Oh, I'm still. Wait, I'm no, still here. everybody's here. I think somebody was eavesdropping and then left. Oh, can I do that? No. <laughs> Sound like somebody hung up. It was Mike. <laughs> it was yeah. Mike. He just wanted to make sure he got his shout out. <laughs> Wait, now they're back. What's going on? Okay. Uh, so coming up later in the podcast, we've got a live in studio performance by Russia Fools. We also have three, two, one, Tyler, the comeback edition. Um, 
because <laughs> he's coming back from the first one last week. And After he, last week, yeah. He's going to try and make a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call Don't it call a comeback. Last week, was so di- uh, last week was so disastrous, it actually destroyed his career. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, and he has a new game lined up for us on this week's 3 to 1 Tyler, so we'll get to that later. So before all that, though, keeping it tight, we're moving. We've got Ooh. this week's entertainment <laughs> releases. Uh, coming out in stores tomorrow, Tuesday, uh, July 14th, we've got a few. Uh, we have uh, Project 86 with Picket Fence Cartel on Tooth and Nail. D- uh, Daughtry would leave this town. I wish he would. <laughs> the aptly named leave this town. Uh, uh, okay, hold on a second. Before we go any further, uh, interns have just entered the room. The uh, interns who were roundly defeated by Tyler in last week's debut edition of the horrific three two one Tyler, they literally all three of them, not all three, just two of the, two of the four and a new one, have uh, walked in. What, what do you guys want? Well, we have a confession. First of all, we need to um, we need to get this off our chest. We were actually asked to lose the last trivia game. We heard that our internship was on the line, and we just gave the game to Tyler and. Really, we've talked it over. We want a rematch, and it should be three, two, one. Interns! <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's and good. we'll make Tyler sing it. Yeah, exactly. Who told you that your internship was on the line? I need to have a talk with your management. You can't disclose that information. No okay. disclosure of that information. So you want a rematch <laughs> to a quiz to the quiz show, or do you want to uh, challenge him to a different kind of competition? We want a, uh, a rematch to the same show. The same, the same questions. I think that's what a little the same <laughs> questions. Yeah, that that seems like it'd be a little easy. <laughs> well, the first round were easy. I can't believe anybody actually lost that one. Right, and we've been doing research, so we do um, think we know the maiden name, which we will not reveal. The main name of Tyler's Tyler's mother? mother's maiden name. Wow, that's, <laughs> that's impressive. That's, a little, that's creepy. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. I'm, I'm mildly disturbed. <laughs> I, mildly, uh, well, I, by their research, I think they're also they've uh, clued in Adam that you just are using the MSNBC Quiz of the Week, so you might want to change up <laughs> change up your source material uh, for next week. Okay, so all Never. right, all right, listen, that's a valid. I don't, well, I don't know that your complaint's valid. You did lose, but uh, a rematch, I think, is a, f- a noble jest gesture, a noble yes. Yes. jest. Or we we could joust. <laughs> Not Joust that now yeah jousting would be good too okay so not on this week's because we've already got a game but we will let you guys come back and defend your honor on next week's podcast thank you that's all we ask okay now leave in the, in the meantime you're all fired <laughs> <laughs> see guys since you've left the interns have gotten way pushier <laughs> I can hear that yeah you, you gotta get that under control I don't <laughs> put those interns into shape so that they fear you. <laughs> I didn't even allow them to make eye contact. <laughs> I mean, while you were here, they're getting frosties. They're they're doing menial labor. I mean, this yeah, year yeah. they're they're published and they're telling us what to do. Uh, What's going on? Yeah. All right. You're telling me they're not even performing pedicures for the staff, aren't you? Not this year. I don't know what to do. My nails look terrible right now. <laughs> Um, okay, I'm looking at the other stuff. We got the most serene republic uh, coming out with in the ever expanding universe. We have um, Twista with category F5, and uh, I man, 2002 is coming back into vengeance. Um, okay, movies coming out in theaters this weekend. We have Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. 
I I don't know. Okay. Okay. Meh. I've seen yeah. one. <laughs> Meh. Uh, 500 Days of Summer, starring a relevant cover subject, Zoe Deschanel. Is that getting good reviews? Yeah, it's they're saying it. That, it's coming out limited release this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. They're saying uh, it's 2009's Garden State, the kind of indie breakout. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, we've we've seen it. Uh, we've being people from Someone relevant in the office, and they really <laughs> really loved it. So that's really it. Everything else is limited release because nobody wants to take on Harry Potter. Yeah. I think during the summer, that's pretty much it. Like each weekend, you might get one or like one, like a second one being like the girl movie to balance out the big action <laughs> flick. But then like Harry Potter comes and nobody's even trying. So it's just Harry this week. <laughs> uh, okay. So keeping it tight and Harry, we are going to keep it rolling. That's it for your entertainment <laughs> releases. Uh, <laughs> next slice is comfortable. <laughs> It doesn't matter what you done, it doesn't matter what you done. What a fest is without a cause, it doesn't matter what you done. Now lay your faithless head down in necessity's cotton and there's a love that never changes, no matter what you done. Or if your old man did you wrong, if your old man did you wrong. If your old man did you wrong, well maybe his old man did him wrong. If you care to sing forgiveness songs, come down and join our band. You're listening to Me Without You. The song is Allah, Allah, Allah. Here's here's this week's music selection criteria. These are all bands that we enjoyed at Cornerstone last week. Hmm. And so it's a selection of bands that uh, we thought it would be cool to give a little bit more exposure to on the podcast. So there you go. I mean, a lot of you already know some of these bands, but some of you don't. Okay, so time for slices. Okay, so in these tough economic times, uh, it can be very difficult to uh, to get a loan, you know, with... Uh, Yourself. <laughs> lending companies. It's because you're always with people. Yeah. I, I legitimately misheard you. I was like, Adam, I don't know why it is difficult to be by myself. <laughs> Despite the economic condition, I, I, I yeah, managed to I, find time. I'm codependent, sure, but I don't know what that has to do with the economy, Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let me tell you. Okay. Now, once you're once you're alone, though, you may want to seek some kind of some kind of financial assistance in the form of you know someone lending you money. Oh, uh, uh, and that oh, can be okay, difficult. Okay. What with lenders failing and stuff like that, and. You know, it's also difficult for a lot of people to come up with uh, with any kind of collateral. Where, uh, well, in Latvia, they've solved that problem. Uh, there's a loan company there that will let you put as collateral your immortal soul, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> Basically, all you have to sign is something saying that if uh, if you don't repay, that this company gets your immortal soul. They've said that there won't be any debt collectors. There'll be no physical violence. They just have to give their soul. And uh, the head of this company, who the story makes a point of saying they met in a basement office with one desk, a computer, and three chairs, said, if they don't give it back, what can you do? They won't have a soul, that's all. (laughs) And evidently about 200 people have taken out loans with their soul as collateral no. since this uh, operation started. That's... How much are they giving loans for? 
up to about five hundred bucks. Five hundred dollars mm-hmm. for your soul. But in Latvia, that buys a mansion. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing that I know about Latvia is uh, the Seinfeld episode with Latvian Orthodoxy, and the reason why he picked the religion is he liked the hats. <laughs> that slice reminds me of like Elizabeth Hurley and Brandon Fraser when she was like the devil, and I think she got a soul. She good was mo- a banker from movie. Latvia. She was a banker from Latvia. <laughs> <laughs> now that movie makes, makes sense. so much yeah. sense now. He <laughs> was alone. The economy crumbled. Yeah. <laughs> went, went on vacation to Latvia. That's where it happens. All right, let's keep it tight. All right, well, uh, a lot of people got really excited in the last couple of weeks. We've had two of the greatest American champions rise into prominence again. Uh, we have cancer survivor and seven-time Tour de France winner Lance Armstrong back in the tour. Yes. And we had Joey Chestnut reclaim his crown at Nathan's famous hot dog eating contest this past 4th of July. <laughs> And for America, I, I had shivers. Yeah. Well, last year, I, I, I'm sure everyone, I mean, it's pretty much household knowledge that it went to an extra hot dog round, a lightning round. Right. Uh, First and, to five, and right? Chestnut beat Kobayashi. Yeah. It was thrilling. You know, <laughs> I think probably, arguably, one of the greatest moments in sports history, probably all of history, mm-hmm. uh, we witnessed in <laughs> hot dog eating. When I see that, um, though, I, I picture that somebody, a, a large man wearing a green velvet cape, is going to just stand there and open the cape, and two skinny famine stricken <laughs> orphans are going to come out and, like, from that movie, the Maya's looking at me like I'm crazy. From that no, Christmas movie, no, I know movie. what you're talking about. Yeah, it, the Christmas gluttonous Carol. Christmas present. Yeah, on the Christmas Carol, he opens his his uh, robe, and two little like starving orphan children come out. And that <laughs> in our gluttony, we're we're forsaking those, you know, who who cannot fend for themselves. Okay. That's what I think of. The rest of us think of sport history. <laughs> I, I just and yeah. how badly up, we want a hot dog. You're messing up the tightness, Cameron. Let Jesse finish. Well, I, I was going to say, I remember being at a Magic game, and I was sitting in front of Louis DiFabrizio, Adam, one of your old neighbors. Yeah, yeah I know. Listeners would know, I know him Luke. as the lead singer yeah. of Gasoline Heart. Watch your toes, Jesse. Did you drop a name? I was, like I said, I was sitting in front of him at a Magic game, and they were doing a a game where they toss tacos into a bin and whoever can toss tacos into like this trash can you know wins and i remember him making the joke this is america we throw food away for entertainment <laughs> literally <laughs> you know what i mean we try to invent sports and games to waste more food yeah, <laughs> yeah. so uh, this is a, a lesser known competition, probably for good reason. But the people that behind Ringling Brothers uh, Circus decided it would be a good idea to stage not a hot dog eating contest, but for some reason they're only doing the hot dog buns. Um, three oh, elements. Man. Yeah, I don't know why. Why don't they just call it a bread eating contest? Uh, because it's really what it is. But it was three elephants against three humans who could eat the most hot dog buns in the period of six minutes. <laughs> See, who this won? competition sucks for multiple reasons. You know? what, who won? Shockingly, the elephants destroyed the human competitors in the competition. Yeah, but here's the thing. A competition isn't that good when one side doesn't know it's competing. 
That's right. <laughs> it's like it's basically like saying, "Can you eat hot dogs, hot dog buns, until an elephant loses interest in it?" <laughs> and they had a huge pile of bananas sitting next to it, and the elephants would occasionally take breaks to eat bananas. <laughs> so, like I said, this competition sucked for multiple reasons. <laughs> It's probably why no one knew about it. That's why Except I, I had you. to let the world know. Jesse, I, I had season tickets for that event. <laughs> and every they cost and every 4, subsequent 000. human versus yeah, every subsequent human versus animal eating contest. It, it reminds me of the uh, ill fated Fox show Man vs. Beast that was on for a while where they had like a sumo wrestler tug of war against an orangutan. I think even Joey Chestnut got an eating contest with the grizzly bear. And anim- uh, uh, like a cheetah raced a human, and in uh-huh. every case, the animals easily won. Yeah. But, Actually, you know. I, I did see one that surprised me, a chimp versus a human climbing to the top of the pole, and the human <laughs> destroyed the chimp, absolutely destroyed him. In fact, wow. at one point, the guy made it up and down and then back up before the chimp chimp could get not. up and down once. and then he stopped like eating some bananas <laughs> and then he stopped and literally destroyed the human <laughs> but like you said these how do the animals know they're competing you know especially these they have a picture of these sad looking elephants with like the big stupid uh decorative thing right on their face for like the circus you know that their whole life like this is probably one of the best parts ever of it when they're not like stuck in the back of a truck trailer going to Omaha, the, the, and the look back forever, like you remember that day that with the bin full of hot dog buns, what a day that was. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You know, life is pretty crappy when we just sit here and get whipped by the ringmaster and have children laugh at us and clowns dance around. But that one day we all got to eat hot dog buns was pretty sweet. <laughs> 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 oh, now I'm sad for circus elephants. Me too. America, yeah, and of course it was in honoration uh, honor of the Fourth of July. So I'd say that that slice was not tight; it was hairy. All right, let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, last year during the baseball season, a Red Sox fan was at a Yankees game, and during the singing of "God Bless America," he decided he needed to go to the bathroom. So he got up and he tried to go to the bathroom. Well, two two uniformed cops stopped him and threw him out of the game, out of the whole stadium, because he because he got up during that song, and one of them told him, "Get out of my country." So this went, <laughs> which is just ridiculous. So th- this whole he took them to court. He just won ten thousand and one dollars, and now it is officially. If you need to go to the bathroom during the singing of "God Bless America" at a Yankees game, you are allowed to. Some information That's we all need. Freedom. That is freedom. <laughs> I tend to disagree. You can't hold it for like 45 seconds out of respect. It's not whether you can. It's the freedom to make the choice. <laughs> right. Adam, your uh, your socialist tendencies are looking more and more libertarian by the day. <laughs> yeah. I thought I knew you, Adam. What can I say? I believe that the government should be involved in every aspect of culture except our Lives and personal liberties. <laughs> okay. You're going to make your own th- political philosophies. <laughs> it it, it is kind of weird because it's like I'm extremely socialist when it comes down to like what the government should do, you know, for people. But 
<laughs> uh, extremely go libertarian as far as like what they should be able to impose upon people. So, oh, all right. Okay, so basically, as long as it's in your best benefit. Ex- well, as long as it's in the best benefit of society. Which, well, is you. Well, I'm part of society. Right. You know, the main, the main part. I'm just drilling down to, this, to the conclusion of this linear thought process. And it comes down to what I want. That's what well, what I'm wants. saying See, is you can, you can tax me 40% all you want and I won't complain. If you're going to give me you know, free health care and stuff like that, I won't complain a bit. But the moment you tell me what I can and can't do in my own home, that's where it's gone too far. Well, let, let me let me say this. I consider myself somewhat of a libertarian, but if there's one place I want Uncle Sam to keep an eye on, it's the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have we learned nothing as a country? Yeah. I don't know from what, I but mean, I'm just asking. <laughs> on an unrelated note, have we learned nothing? Jesse, I... I may disagree with your bathroom habits, but I will defend to the death your right to empty your bladder. At any time in your life. Yeah, as long as it's not during God Bless America, I'm with you, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) All right, keeping it tight and hairy. That'll do it for Slices. Up next, Rush of Fools. Deep is the river that's under his feet. Feet dangling dark in a night with no sleep. Sleep on consumed for the sky-fearing boy Who's stuck in the cold fog December trees They would have saved him If he could wake them Sleep through the midnight This night won't leave Listening to Zach Williams, the song is James Again uh, somebody that we found at Cornerstone or liked at Cornerstone. We didn't find Zach there. Find he wasn't the lost corner. or anything. We made him sing for us to help him. <laughs> we'll help you if you entertain us in some way. We found him in a dumpster. <laughs> Just wandering aimlessly around Kept the parking saying, lot. Kept saying, James, James. <laughs> James. Yeah, he was looking for James. <laughs> James, James. So, James, if you're listening, uh, we found Zach. Zach Williams at Cornerstone. We have him and still. You can meet him at the Lost and Found. <laughs> uh, not too long ago, Rush of Fools came through the studio. Now, we um, have had this recorded for a little while now, and we were going to play it on last week's podcast. But I, if, if you listen to last week's podcast, you'll know that it was already jam-packed. And so we, we just couldn't make room for it because we wanted to give it the space it deserves. Um, the unfortunate thing is, is we had a great little bit when we I introduced <laughs> it. was comedic gold. and You can't recreate stuff like that. Lightning does not strike twice. No. So unfortunately, you're going to get kind of a more straightforward introduction of Russia should, should you try and say it? <laughs> see no, if anything comes out from can't it? Can't do it. Can't do it. You just can't retread on comedic territory like that. It does, like, it disrespects the dead, you know? So, Rush of Fools is uh, a very famous. (laughs) I'm on Rush of Fools' website right now, and their number one um, news item is please help us buy our very own tour bus because we've been going around in a uh, a van for the last three years. And they're trying to raise $180,000 to buy a tour bus. Hey, while we're at it. Are they, like, receiving donations? Yeah. 
Yeah, they have a donation site. And while we're at it, I wouldn't mind a tour bus myself. Right. So I'm going to set up my own PayPal account. Sweet. Um, I've been driving back and forth to work like a sucker in a regular car. (laughs) 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 Tour bus. I'd love to pull up to the office in a tour bus that I drive myself. <laughs> I, I would think their number one news story would be stop calling us rush off fools. Hey, it's in there. There it is. I, I was just it's saying. That, I was just saying it's that on. last week. If you want to go to their website, it's rush rushoffools dot com. See, I see. I didn't remember it. Rush, rush off fools. Well, that's how it's spelled. But then there was this whole bit. We can't delve too far into this. Just just know that the phrase rush off fools is. <laughs> Hilarious. Deep with comedic <laughs> gold. Like, I mean, you can absolutely mine this thing for hours. You could make your own podcast just off the three words, rush off ools. Trust us. <laughs> um, yeah, and, and, and you could keep going for years on that material alone. That's true. Their current album is Wonder of the World. It's out now. They are touring throughout Ohio uh, right now. I'm looking at their next five dates, and four of them are in Ohio. One of them's in Alabama. Why so much in Ohio? Maybe. Maybe if they had a tour bus, they could get a little further. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if they had a tour bus, they could get out of one state. They're walking. They're walking from yeah. show to show. Yeah. No. It, the news. The news says, "Please, we've been stuck in Ohio literally for four months. <laughs> we need to get out of this forsaken state." <laughs> and and you know we have to. Since we have to walk from show to show, right after the show, we feel like we have to rush off, fools. <laughs> oh, without any further ado, here is Rush of Fools. This is a song we wrote for our wives. It's a love song called Never Far Away. Oh, 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 you never fall. 
Verse three was a little special. Three was a special rendition of part of verse two, mixed in with the real part of verse three. So if you want the actual version of the song, you got to buy the record. Um, Yeah, it was awesome. It felt great. Uh, Well, this next song uh, we we really have fun playing this live, and we enjoy trying to pull it off acoustically. It's a tempo song. This is a song called "Lose It All." There's nothing quite like you There's nothing here on the earth You've nothing left to prove None can compare to your worth But okay, alright There is more that I am living for When I'm yours Oh, 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 oh I wanna lose it all for you Oh, oh, oh If it's the last thing that I do Oh, oh the only thing that really matters now I want to lose it all for you And it'd be the greatest day If all the accolades Were simply thrown away With nothing left to say But okay, alright there is more that I am living for When I'm yours Oh, 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 oh I wanna lose it all for you Oh, oh, oh If it's the last thing that I do Oh, oh, oh The only thing that really matters now I wanna lose it all for Thing is to give up everything Only the foolish one Will hold on, hold on But the fight in me Wants to cling to everything Save the foolish one I hold on I hold on 
You're listening to Russia Fools. Again, you can check them out at rushoffools.com. Please don't wait for me. I lost my way again. I lost my job. I walked away from the life that I was leading with my friends. listening to Josh Garrels. The song is Don't Wait For Me. Because okay. he's out there looking for Zach Williams. <laughs> he's like, looking for James. Yeah. You guys, you guys go ahead. I'm going to try and find Zach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't wait for me. Hey, rush off, fools. I'll catch up. <laughs> Whenever we refer to Russia fools, can we call them the tour busless Russia fools? Yes. Like, thank you so much for the tour busless Russia fools for joining us for the podcast today. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll do that for sure. It is now time for 321 Tyler. And I realized when listening to last week's podcast that I, I did a disservice to our listeners. The, three, the original 321 Tyler, which became a web clip, a web exclusive, mm-hmm. is where we actually introduced who the heck Tyler is and what the heck this is supposed to be. Ah. Last week, I just jumped in, said, hey, Tyler, blah, 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 and never told people who he is. Tyler Clark is, is a guy we found the in Tyler. Cornerstone. Yeah. <laughs> we found him sitting in a corner in Cornerstone. Uh, he's our, our former managing editor. He preceded the legendary Adam Smith. So we have three generations of managing editors on the line. We have Tyler, and then it went Adam, and then it went Jesse. So yeah. there you go. You were probably at one point, weren't you? I don't I know. Don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Four generations. Uh, so anyway, that's who Tyler Clark is, and we invited him back to... Uh, to to have uh, this special segment, three to one, Tyler. So welcome, Tyler. Thank you. I, I started as an intern too. I feel like we should point that out. So as did Jesse. I feel like I I, I rolled, rode the full relevant roller coaster. <laughs> yes. Uh, we actually roomed together during my intern days. Was Tyler already yeah. on staff, or were you both interns? He, he had just gotten hired and uh, had no friends. So, <laughs> me and a couple other interns moved in with him, and uh, let me tell you, that was one wild apartment. <laughs> was that the one where there was like there was a cake, and someone ate the cake, and there was a big brew? Oh no, that was that was another unfortunate event. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Tyler, Tyler and I lived together at two different apartments. Believe it or not, I remember there was there a was cake, cake incident. incident. Yeah. It basically resulted in me eating four cakes in the course of about nine days. <laughs> it was awesome. And he, he was going against an elephant. <laughs> I lived solely on a diet of hot dog buns that whole internship. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Do you guys still uh, call each other every night and say, say good night? No. We rarely talk to each other, which is really sad because 
Yeah. At one point, we had this great plan to make a, a documentary about Celebration Florida. <laughs> uh, to, uh, Disney Village Celebration Florida. Tyler, but, but it, it fell apart over creative when, differences. <laughs> yeah. when, when you guys moved out of that place, did you just uh, collectively agree, let's never speak again? <laughs> like, this has, been, this has been great, but let's go our separate ways and see what we can accomplish. Have you, have you seen uh, Before Sunset? I don't know if you've seen that film. Uh, it was kind of <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> Tyler and I, yeah, we would honestly, this is this is true, uh, we would go to the grocery store and each buy a roll of cookie dough, sit on the couch, eat the roll of cookie dough like a burrito while watching that is such uh, a DVDs, thing to do. <laughs> pirated DVDs of 24 that we ordered off eBay from China. That's true. <laughs> Did you braid each other's hair? At times. Back rubs. <laughs> <laughs> Manny petties, but, you know. And then we, we, we also live with uh, our Tom, I'm not slow, I'm Russian, uh, Mirshnov. That's right. Okay, so this week, okay, last week, Tyler uh, in, uh, battled the interns in a who's smarter than a Tyler sort of a... Uh, battle. Uh, so now, you know, now we know that the gauntlet has been thrown down. They felt they felt like they were being forced to throw the match, and they want to <laughs> fight fair, basically. Now, so next week it's going to be another quiz show. But this week, Tyler has a very special new game planned for us. Put it in context. Put it in context. Tyler, tell us what Whoa, put that's it. First, that's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> was that Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> <laughs> that was Tim Dyken, our uh, web designer. Uh, Tim, I have to tell you, I had to do about forty takes with Tim to get that right because he kept doing things like put it in context and stuff like. That. <laughs> it, was, it was terrible. It's terrible. That's funny because when I was there, oh, we called Tim so one take. <laughs> One take Tim. Yeah, no, that was 40 yeah. take Tim. 40 take Tim to end up with this. <laughs> Put it in context. Put it in context. All right, so Tyler, tell us Does the rules. Does that sound like Ryan Seacrest? <laughs> <laughs> Play it one more time. Please. Okay, okay. <laughs> Put it in context. Put it in context. That's 40 Take Tim right there. And the thing I love about it is he's kind of offbeat on it. You know, like he's, he's off rhythm with it. And so it just sounds like the ravings of a madman. Yeah, even, even after 40 takes, he didn't get the beat. <laughs> yeah, it's like he still didn't nail it. Hey, it was the one that wasn't that was dirty. His best take. It was the only one that wasn't <laughs> dirty. Hey. Aaron, please tell me after every take, he looked at you and went, nailed it, and took off his headphones. Tim, come back. Tim, come back. Yeah, yeah he's already walking out. Nailed it. No, oh, man. Didn't. Tim is perfect, like, just a perfect illustration that wild hearts can't be broken. And frankly, that's what I love about the guy. Tyler, please, yeah. please tell us what this game is and what the rules are. Okay, well, um, I was going to come up with a more clever name for it, but then I just decided not to. And the game is that I will uh, read a quote from a recent news article, completely out of context, and you have to guess what 
<laughs> the what the story's about. If you have to put it in context. Okay. <laughs> so we're doing it as teams. We're doing a, a Cameron and Maya as a team Woo-hoo! and Jesse and Adam. Wow. Okay, um, and guys, and no googling. I have to say this yeah, on your honor. Google. On your honor, no googling. Okay. Right. Adam, okay. Hands like this. Right, hands up, Adam. We can see them. <laughs> <laughs> how many? Uh, how many there, questions are there? Six, how many rounds? There are, are are six, and then a tiebreaker. Okay, so okay. three rounds each. In, yeah, three in, rounds each, in, and then a tiebreaker. Tie okay, take it away. All right. So here's the first quote. Um, For them, it is a hazard that they cannot get regular credit or help, or mortgages, or anything from a regular bank, said one city council member. So who has this hazardous job that keeps them from getting credit and mortgage assistance? Mm. What, could, mm. what context could that be in? Mm. <clears throat> Jesse, my first inclination is people who make a career of the high-risk you know, the, the high-risk venture of animal versus human competitions. <laughs> I, I was thinking along those lines, but then I was thinking, you know, he's probably referring to the soulless. <laughs> but I'm I'm going to say, you know, it, it legitimately, maybe it is uh, immigrants. Immigrants. What do you think? Is that final answer? Adam. I don't think that that's why. I don't think that that's wacky enough for something that Tyler would have chosen. <laughs> okay. So let's I go think we have soul. to go with something more along the lines of people who juggle chainsaws. You know, like that's their job. They juggle chainsaws. Now, are we talking mortgages or insurance policies? <laughs> or, hey, how about firework stand operators? There you go. It ties in with the season. And frankly, for the record, I wouldn't give a mortgage to a chainsaw juggler right. because what if they juggle in the house? Tight and hairy. We need a okay, we need, need an answer, answer here. They need an answer. Let's go. Let's say people in the fireworks industry. What do you say, Adam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm right, with Doc. you. Ooh, sorry. <laughs> uh, the article is about the the article is about the city of Amsterdam, which is considering new banking and credit options for prostitutes. Oh, uh, isn't that nice? That is My nice. Next, yes. Good. <laughs> All right, next question for Cameron and Maya. This one's kind of a fill-in-the-blank one. The woman's legal problems began in 2006 when Hillsborough police found more than 150 blank in her home and dozens more blank in her freezer. She was arrested on accusations of blank. After pleading no contest, she was placed on five years probation with one condition being that she had to stay away from blank. Cats. So, uh, what yeah. did this woman have so many of that got her into trouble? I actually think I know this one, and if, if they yours, can't get ours. it, if they can't no. get it, can we do a, no. a steal to block? No, no, you we can't. can't. We can't do circle gets a square. <laughs> no. So, okay, um, it's from somebody in Tampa, and we already knew that Tampa Hillsborough County freezer around her house and in her freezer children <laughs> oh, oh wow <laughs> we already know that tampa is the area that had monkey island Ooh. so people with an- weird animals in their domiciles is not unusual for that area i think cats, cats is too do- i think that's too normal no not really? to have it in your freezer you don't think like turtles or something well like she had twelve thousand turtles in her right. house and fourteen thousand more in her freezer She's not allowed to go near turtles anymore. Uh, okay, we can go turtles. You think cats, though? That was I really your gut answer. Cats is my gut. All right, we're going to go with cats. Sorry. It's oh. The answer is rabbits. Oh. Rabbits. Uh, Did you know that? This Adam? lady was, yeah. um, she, she had 150 rabbits in her house and dozens more in her freezer. 
and she was recently <laughs> put back in jail uh, after Oregon police found her in a hotel room with more than a dozen rabbits. Oh! <laughs> she, did the did the rabbits chuck in under assumed names? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Wow! That house would have killed you, Cameron. Wow! Yeah, I'm allergic, allergic to. Yeah. It. <laughs> All right, next question. All right, zero zero. All right. This next one's a little bit different. It's a paragraph, and you have to guess what this is. Okay. Um, The paragraph is, folks say that if you listen real close at the height of the full moon, when the wind is blowing off Nantucket Sound from the nor'east and the dogs are a-howling for no earthly reason, you can hear the awful screams of the crew of the Ellie Mae, a sturdy whaler captained by John McAvish. Uh, For it was on such a night when the rum was a-flowing and Davy Jones be damned, Big, uh, Big John brought his men on deck for the first of several screaming contests. What is that paragraph? I, I think it's the preamble <laughs> to the Constitution, isn't it? <laughs> That's the New Zealand Constitution. <laughs> yeah, the Constitution of New Zealand. Um, I got to go to the bathroom. You have the liberty to do so, Maya. <laughs> I'm going. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> okay. All right, Jesse. What What do you think? Well, it it sounds uh, like some work of fiction. That it does. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I can't imagine a straight news story being written that way. Yeah, Davy Jones a dancing. I mean, come on. <laughs> the coast of Nantucket. It's the pilot of wings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with you, Jesse. This is the unaired pilot episode of Wings. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. Uh, very close, uh, except not close at all. It's the grand prize winner of this year's uh, San Jose State University's annual Bowler Lytton Fiction Contest, in which writers submit intentionally bad openings to fictional parag- or to fictional novels. That's funny. That's good. That is good. But essentially, that's the same as the pilot of Wings. Oh! <laughs> yeah, that, honestly, that, that guy should be uh, sued for plagiarism. <laughs> or he becomes a diplomat in New Zealand. <laughs> okay, Cameron and Maya. Um, we got a bar burner going, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it should be called, put it in context, the quest for mediocrity. <laughs> Because yeah. <laughs> if we could get one or something, we'd be thrilled. Okay, here you go. Here's the quote. Rosenblum says uh, he, was o- he was only intending to indulge a little girl's game of dress-up and make-believe. End quote. He called, he called it a lapse in judgment and says he is remorseful and, quote, sick with regret. End quote. What was Rosenblum's regretful decision? He obviously... I mean, it sounds like he put dresses on something, you know, dressing up something. I'll give you a hint. He's a fourth grade teacher. Oh, oh, oh my. <laughs> so he dressed, he dressed up something, a I'm, fantasy game of dress up. He made I'm going to let you pick this one because I have no idea. Uh, he, he made them acted out some sort of play with like little animals and dress up. Like uh, they reenacted historical mm. scenes. Huh? Mm. I'm getting close. Um, ish ish uh oh. he reenacted like literary scenes of nah, colder uh, colder historical they re they um <laughs> so i'm older. going the, around the historical lines yeah the reenacted you should go with a rabbit that's the wrong direction dang it uh dressing up animals 
made scenes, acting out, school play. <laughs> now you're just throwing out words. <laughs> I'm listening for your groanings. <laughs> like whenever I get colder, you're like. <laughs> he reenacted Broadway play with little animals dressed up in human clothes for a fourth grade for class. Fourth, for his fourth class. Final answer. Final answer. Okay. No. <laughs> a fourth grade. A fourth grade teacher in, in Falmouth, Maine, uh, has apologized for playing the groom in a mock wedding to one of his students. Oh, oh no. Oh, my. Uh, wow. At the brief playground ceremony, Rosenblum wore a, uh, a black graduation ga- gown and clown tie. The girl had a, uh, a sheet draped across her clothes for the gown. There was no kiss. And I like that the news article is sure to point that out because something tells me that if there was, that would have been the story. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a news article that needed the word bejesus in it. Yes. That's why it wasn't on space.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wow. Wow. Uh, All right. So we, we are at, We're you know, zero, tied zero. neck to neck. Yeah. Zero, zero. We're as smart Last as Last question are. each before the tiebreaker. Here's the quote. Uh, People continuously look to us and say, what are you doing to fix this problem that's terrorizing neighborhoods, said Los Angeles City Council member Dennis Zine. So what is this problem that's terrorizing L.A. neighborhoods, and how does Dennis Zine hope to solve that problem? I'm I'm thinking Spidey. That's New York, Jesse. (laughs) Well, this is the sequel. Adam, what, what's your, uh, if not Spencer and Heidi, then what, what do you feel like this? <laughs> oh, Spidey being Spencer and That's Heidi. Spidey. Oh, no. Spidey. No. Okay, I thought you meant Spider-Man. Yeah, me too. Uh, no, me too. I'll, I'll, I'll go mistake, with that. But and there's a new I'll Spidey in town. Um, I'll go with that, they Jesse. And that the, uh, his solution to the problem is to exile them to the moon. <laughs> no, let's or say possibly, coyotes. possibly the gulag. Tyler, we're going to the final answer. Okay. <laughs> While Spidey is definitely a bigger problem in L.A., the real problem is graffiti, and Dennis Zine is advocating a ban on selling aerosol spray paint to anyone under twenty-one oh. in an effort to reduce the city's rampant graffiti. There you go. Hmm. There you go. That makes sense. Yeah. Good for them. All right, Cameron and Maya for. Uh, for, for for the win. For the win. I got ID'd when I bought spray paint the other day. You did? <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because we're under, I mean, they, same thing. They check you that you're over 21. I get ID'd for a lot of things. I'm 33 years old. <laughs> okay, here's, here's your last quote. It is not a secret that he wears Speedos, that he wears Speedo swimming trunks. That's it. <laughs> it is not a secret that he wears Speedo swimming trunks. <laughs> and you're, the question is, is who the is this? One yet. Who, uh, who, who is this set about, and, and and why does it matter? I guess that's that's key here because I could just say all Europeans and be correct. <laughs> okay, Michael well, see, Phelps? Uh, you're already along the right lines. Somebody European probably had some sort of shot emerged from them about them, like where they were in their underwear or something like that. So the person is like, listen, we already know they were speedos. I mean, it's no big deal. Like nothing more was seen than we've already seen. Right. You're getting warm. Yeah. So some, somebody had a, a, an oops shot and that was kind of the dismissive, like whatever, it's not a big deal. One of the princes. Maybe one, I'm going to go with one of the princes. Uh, somebody photographed them in their underwear. Yeah. You're you're closish. Um, oh no, well, closest. Well, I think we. I think this calls for a tiebreaker. Yeah, my well, okay. gut instinct would B 
be uh, what's his name Berlusconi, the Italian prime minister? <laughs> no, was it was um, Putin. The, the quote was from the British foreign secretary who was spon- responding to criticism um, that the wife of John Sawyers, who is the like the incoming head of the uh, uh, of the UK's secret service uh, or secret intelligence service. That she, oh, his wife posted yeah, the holiday Facebook photo, photos of them on on Facebook. Mm. Uh, so there you go. Get you every time. And she even uh, she, she even referred to him in the Facebook com or on the Facebook page like by his secret security code name. <laughs> <laughs> She's not very bright. No. All right. Let's. Uh, all right. So we're going What's into tiebreaker. Right, so tiebreaker. This one should be like fairly easy. Round. So you got to just shout it out. Okay. Right, so it's like a lightning round. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I didn't read this one anywhere. I saw this one. So. And I'm, I'm going to act it out, too. So you've got some theater with this one. Okay. okay. So, so what kind of context? So is this a who? Is a what? Or are we just. Jesse, the game is called What's the Context? Or something like that. <laughs> yeah, totally. You can't really give that to you. <laughs> Put it in context. Uh, but wait, wait. What's the context? <laughs> you almost okay. had him Defi- for a minute there, Tyler, Jesse. Define context. <laughs> I've been okay. a little unclear from the start about this. Game. <laughs> Can I Google context, Cameron, please? <laughs> I know you wanted me to hold off on Google it. All okay, right. who said the following quote? We just yell this out. Who said right? the following quote? Yeah, but you'd already won five. Tiger Woods. No. Roddick. Yes. Really? Oh. Andy Roddick. Woo, we won. We're the smartest. Hey, we won. We really did We're win. We're the smartest in the world. <laughs> Yay. The Yay. score of one to zero. What was he talking about? You've already won five. When, uh, uh, after uh, Federer beat him at Wimbledon on, on Sunday, uh-huh. uh, Federer was you know giving his his speech at the end and was saying you know oh andy you played a great game i know or i i was in your shoes last year you know when he when federer got beat by uh nadal Nadal. and so he was you know saying i was in your shoes last year to which andy roddick snipped back with yeah but you'd already won five (laughs) (laughs) that's funny and i couldn't tell if he was like joking around or if he was just really just a sore loser just a sore loser yeah Put it in context. <laughs> Put it in context. Seacrest out. Seacrest the thing out. I like about that, Cameron, is the outro was completely out of context. <laughs> it just came out yeah, of I, I actually hit the button on accident. I apologize. So a little early. <laughs> all right. Well, Maya and I are the once and forever reigning champions of yes. the. Of put it in context. I I, I think relevant I, should buy us something. I, I think a, some sort of put it in context trophy. Yeah, a free trip to the mountain house. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that'll do it for uh, the debut and finale edition of put it in context. Put it in context.
You're listening to Riley. The song is Sunlight. Um, no tie in there. No tie in at all. I was literally thinking hmm. they looked all night. I don't know. The sunlight's out. We've given up on Zach Williams. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so it's time for your feedback. Last week, we asked you uh, to share with us your July 4th stories, uh, right. your extraordinary July 4th stories. And you went to the podcast page at relevantmagazine.com and you posted your stories. And so we have pulled that up and we are looking at it now and we will share with you some of your feedback. All right. Well, the first one comes from Bryce. And Bryce said that last year he actually got a pyrotechnic license to set off real fireworks. Ooh. I didn't even know you had to have a license for that. <laughs> and if so, I want one. Um, <laughs> I don't know what the license processing is for process is for real fireworks, but uh, obviously it isn't too thorough because there was a horrific accident that night. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, but maybe it's just you know how it's hard to like under get someone's tone in like an email or a post. You know, like it's a real jovial tone because there's lots of exclamation points, but it actually ends pretty horribly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let, let a lot me continue. Of, a lot of smiley face emoticons, and then he was blown to bits. <laughs> Winky smile. Yeah. Well, essentially, well, it, it it starts off with I I it actually helped to set off real fireworks, and real fireworks is capitalized with an exclamation point. You know, like I get the excitement that Bryce is trying to communicate. Um, so uh, a long story short, uh, part of the part of the lighting apparatus, I guess that was helping them light the. Uh, fireworks there was a pipe with something in it that burst and it caused a huge chain reaction and an explosion and the audience thought it was all part of the show they didn't know that there was just a horrific accident so they started cheering but his boss who was there was blown back about 20 feet and i'm gonna read I, I, I'm going to read, uh, this is right from Bryce's post, had no eyebrows and now had a huge fro from his hair being burned. Uh, <laughs> and here's the crazy thing. This is exact words. Crazy thing is, when he went to the hospital, there just happened to be a special doctor whose specialty was burn victims. So he got the best treatment there was. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. There was a doctor at the hospital. Wow. But that's it's it's also jovial. It's like, fortunately, there was a, a specialist doctor on the burn ward. Wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and if that that like uh, proceeds, he had no eyebrows and a huge fro from his hair being burned <laughs> off. You know, it wasn't like he had third degree burns and needed a skin graft. It was very serious. It was like he had no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> we need to have a real conversation. <laughs> Um, His inflections are all wrong. Can you imagine how that would feel, though, to be laying on the ground on fire, you know, kind of writhing around an entire crowd of people cheering? (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst ever. Yeah, that wouldn't help your self-esteem. Yay, that guy got blown up. Okay, so Aaron Van Strien writes in. He says, when my brother and I were kids, we used to buy the weakest fireworks ever. Snakes, sparklers, the popper things that you throw on the ground. And, uh, you know, so one would think, well, there's no way you could get hurt with those. So then Aaron's brother decides he's not going to throw the poppers on the ground. He's going to throw them at Aaron. 
And the first one he throws lands in Aaron's ear canal <gasps> and explodes. No. Oh my he gosh. Says, he says, it sent me to the ground screaming in pain and left me deaf in my right ear. <laughs> Permanently? <laughs> Evidently. How in the world, how do you even get a one of those in someone's ear canal? Like, unless Aaron has the largest ear canals in the world, you know? And, and throwing it with such force that inside the that flesh, it, would, it, it explodes. Oh, <laughs> I mean, cause, I mean, yeah, because those have to explode on contact. It's yeah. not like they have a fuse. Yeah. <laughs> wow. wow. We're Funny laughing at this poor though, person's permanent I disability. in one ear for life. <laughs> Did he put an exclamation point after that? <laughs> yeah. And the hilarious thing is that there was a, a an ear doctor at the hospital who specialized in ruptured eardrums. Yeah, and he told me I'd never hear in that era again. (laughs) And that's why it was the best Christmas ever. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, since we're trying to keep it tight and hairy this week, we'll just do those two. Uh, Continue to check the uh, podcast page over on the website and add your own stories in there and um, mock others' punctuation (laughs) and inflection. Yes, please. Uh, So, okay, so here's this week's podcast question of the week. Okay, well, earlier in the podcast on Slices, you you heard us talking about uh, hot dog eating competitions, which, of course, segued into man versus beast competitions. Right. So what we were wondering is if you could have your own man versus beast competition, what would it be? What man versus what beast? (laughs) What man versus what beast? Or just a man versus what beast? Right. (laughs) Doing what? I guess you don't have to specify the man, like, you know... Secretary of Agriculture Tom Vilsack take on a, an octopus, you know. <laughs> so you don't have to yeah. get that specific. Well, it, it, but it wouldn't hurt. I'll say that. No, I, no one's gonna look. We're not gonna kick you out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> what? I would like to see Shaq ride a giraffe. I know it's not really a versus thing. I just want to see that. <laughs> well, well, then then afterward the giraffe could ride him. And you just see who can who can go further with the other on its back. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say right. maybe, maybe it's Shaq riding a draft, and they're like p- playing polo against another man beast combination. Yeah. It's not yeah. that it's, we don't want the men and the beast teaming up versus other men and beasts. We want the men to or do we? <laughs> All right. So here's how you reply. You don't email us. Don't ever do that again. <laughs> we want you to go to relevantmagazine.com and right there on the front page, you'll see this week's episode of the podcast. Click it. And uh, there you can add your feedback. Well, on that note, we'll wrap up this podcast, keeping it tight and hairy. Many thanks to the tour bus list, Russia Fools, for uh, sitting in. You can check them out at getusabus.com or rushoffools.com or we're in Ohio, we need out, please help us.com. Um, also, thanks to Tyler Clark for sitting in um, for the redemption episode of 3 to 1 Tyler. Uh, I think we can keep it going. And, uh, it remains to be seen. <laughs> and on that note, I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Maya Strang. I'm Am Smith. I'm Jesse Carey. We'll see you next week. Peace out. As long as you're around me, even when the rain falls, even when the flood starts rising, even when the storm comes, I am watched by the water, even when the rain falls.
Put it in context, yeah!